It's time for the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and local sports. Exclusively on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. And streaming online right now at FoxSportsRapidCity.com. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All right, good Tuesday afternoon to you. How are you? Thanks for being here. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. We know that, and we are back on South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Let's get after it today. Two hours thought-provoking sports talk. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by the rehab doctors, the non-operative experts in the Black Hills. You have a choice for your medical care, and there's no referral necessary. The rehab doctors want you to know um, they'll treat you when it comes to pain relief without surgery. See the rehab doctors. I've been there. They've done a nice job since 1997 taking care of pain relief without surgery. See the rehab doctors. Take your first step to feeling better. The rehab doctors. Com, the official sports medicine physicians of the Rapid City Rush. How about the Rush in that playoff hunt? We need some wins here at home. We need some wins here at home. Okay, we'll talk some Rush hockey later on and get going with that tomorrow as the Rush are back in town. Um, tonight, we're going to get into some good stuff tonight. Some football, some baseball, some basketball. Uh, we got you covered. Let's look at the guest lineup. The Nate Brown Show featuring Benjamin Albright. He is in NFL Insider and Broncos Country tonight. Host on KOA Denver. Benjamin and Albright on the Washington Daniel Snyder situation. His thoughts on that. He's covered uh, the league for a while. I want to get his take. This is a story that, you know, people are kind of glossing over. They're kind of, well, this is the 20-page letter from the House Oversight Committee to the Federal Trade Commission. I mean, 20-page letter. I'm not going to read that whole thing. So everybody kind of gets lost in the weeds here. I really want to know if this is going to get really, really serious. It appears like it might be doing that uh, for Washington and Daniel Snyder, the owner, Benjamin Albright, on the way. On the local football front, have you seen the Marshalls yet, the indoor football team? I went last weekend, took the kids, had some fun. Marshalls lost their first game there of the season, all right, so – uh, the Marshals now go on the road. We're going to talk to their head coach, Dante Dudley. He is in. We talked to him on this show when he got hired. How's this first season going? How are things going for Dante Dudley, the head coach of the Marshals? He'll join us. Then on the national side, Keith Smith is in. The NBA playoffs essentially start tonight. I mean, it's hard to uh, for some of the old fans to look at it and go, now what's going on? You know, are, Is this a series? What's going on? It's the play-in games, including your Minnesota Timberwolves, in a play-in tonight. I'm interested in this one. Timberwolves are three-point favorites against the Los Angeles Clippers tonight. Um, we'll talk to Keith Smith, NBA writer, spot track uh, on the way. Also on the high school side, Dan Swartos is on. South Dakota High School Activities Association Executive Director. I really want to ask him some questions tonight on where is South Dakota when it comes to referees? Um, do we have enough? What does it look like in the future of 
high school sports here, and they've got their big board meeting. They had it today and then kind of technical difficulties, so they're going to get after the board meeting uh, tomorrow. Dan Sortos is on tonight from Pierre. And Drew Gilton, you know Drew, played at Utah, St. Thomas More, great player for the Cavaliers in high school, went to Utah, started there, was a great guard, and, and now she's a grad transfer, graduating and transferring to South Dakota State to play for the Jackrabbit women's basketball program. And we got Drew Gilton tonight live uh, coming on to talk about her next step in a great basketball career. Pack Tuesday show on the Nate Brown Show getting started. We'll get you on tonight. 720-1067, 720-1067. Our number, it's the Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar Sports Line live for you into the studio. And the Barron's Wilson text line ready to go as well. Direct text the show if you can't call. We'll get you on the text line. 720-1067. Your take readily accepted on the Barron's Wilson text line. Okay, so we've we've got a couple of stories here. I've got a few to cover today over the two hours and, and all the interviews we'll do, but couple of stories, and, and I'm debating this afternoon, okay, is this story big? Is this one big? And on a Tuesday, middle of April, you know, leading up to Easter here, there's a couple of big stories, in my opinion. A couple of big stories. The one I'm going to start with today um, just gives you the overall picture of what is wrong, I think, with some owners in sports, this gives you an inside look because he said the quiet part out loud today. Uh, an owner, I should say an owner's son, but he's the president of the organization, okay? So the dad owns it and the owner chairman, and then the son's the president. So, so we have that going on. And he went on an interview on opening day on the home opener for this organization today. And I said, there's some big stories in sports right now, and, and people are talking about uh, the Lakers, and people are talking about Daniel Snyder in Washington, which we will, which we will. But I decided to start with this one again because I think this gives us the fans. You know, we're just sitting here in Rapid City, and we talk about this story and that story, and we try and figure out how many, how many um, professional owners of professional sports teams really want to own the team to compete, to win. I've went over this before, and I've said – I think you've got a small number of owners, especially in what? Major League Baseball, that really want to compete and win. So when I go over the story here today, I mean, it's something. I was reading through his interview. I was reading through this guy's interview. It's the president of an organization. And what he said about essentially what their ultimate goal is. I mean, he told us today what their ultimate goal is. So, so let's get into it. And I said, this gives us the big picture of why Major League Baseball had their lockout. Remember, I said, I took the player side. And I know there's fault to go around, but I took the player side of the Major League Baseball mess where owners wanted this and they weren't going to give up that and they were trying to stick it to the players as they have over the years. That's what I really believed as I looked through things. And this tells me there are owners like these guys who – they don't give a rip. I don't think about competing, about winning, about investing. So let's get into it. It's opening day today in Cincinnati. Okay? I'm not a big Reds. Um, I don't follow the Reds. They're, they're in the same division with my Cubbies. That's usually a pretty good series for my Cubs. That's, that's my extent of 
following the Reds. They're, they're kind of an afterthought, right? The Reds. The, the big red machine back in the day was the real deal. That was the real deal. They had some great teams back in the day. After that, it, there hasn't been a lot going on in Cincinnati. But one thing that you look into here, the Cincinnati Reds are pretty popular in Cincinnati. Okay, They're pretty popular in Cincinnati. An opening day today for the Cincinnati Reds, lowly ball club, you know, it's going to be a sellout. Opening day is a big thing in Cincinnati. And on opening day, what did the president of the Cincinnati Reds say? Because guess what? Some fans are upset here over the last month or so that the Cincinnati Reds look like they're not trying to compete. And what I mean by that, they're selling off players. They're doing what my Cubs did last year. My Cubs, they didn't do it before the season starts. I guess I can thank them for that. But as the season went on, they're trying to get value. They're going to get rid of this player, that player, and blow the whole thing up. The Reds appear to be doing that before the season even started. Like, hey, I think we're out of it, and we're not really going to be in it, so let's do this now. Get rid of that player, this player, that player. And so some fans for the Reds, the story goes, they're frustrated and upset. So here it is today. The Cincinnati Reds flagship radio station interview with Phil Castellini. He's the president and chief operating officer of the Reds. He was asked, what's your message to the fans who might be frustrated with the team? What's it? So here it is, the big picture. Fans, what do we want? Competitive teams trying, putting an effort, okay, investing a little bit. Hey, we want to see teams win, like the Reds fans. They want to see their team win eventually. And the president of the Cincinnati Reds, look at what he said here. When asked about fans who might be frustrated with the team, quote, well, where are you going to go? Where? <laughs> that's, that's, the first, that's the first response. Where are you going to go? Meaning, what, what's he saying? The fans? Where, where are they going to go? I mean, this is all they've got. This is all they've got. Well, where are you going to go? I mean, sell the team to who? You want to have this debate? If you want to look at what you would have this team to do to be more profitable, make more money, compete in the current system that this game exists, it would be to pick it up and move it somewhere else. So be careful what you ask for. I think we're doing the best we can do with the resources that we have. So listen to this president of a, of a Major League Baseball organization talking to fans, fans that want teams to compete, and he says, what do, what do you say to the fans that are frustrated with the, with the lack, lack of success? Well, he talks about, we got to be more profitable. We're trying to make more money. We're trying to make more money. And guess what? I'm going to dangle this out here. If you don't like what you have in the Cincinnati Reds, well, maybe we'll just take the team somewhere else. This seems like uh, talking to your paying customers, a slap, an absolute slap. I mean, these are, uh, every fan wants, they don't want uh, to worry about your profitability. They don't want to worry about your profitability. They want to worry, are the Reds going to compete? And he says, well, what, where are you going to go? Wow, what a start to opening day for the Reds today. Thanks for calling. You're live today, and you go ahead.
I hope that guy runs for president. <laughs> Here we go. How's he right? Here we go. I, I, you know what, Nate? I'm going to tell you a story. I came home on leave. My dad had bought a 1974 Fleetwood, the big one, Nate. It was a sweet-looking car. I'm home on leave. Just got done with the tour. I go, Dad, can I borrow the caddy? He goes, son, I'll tell you what. You go buy your own caddy, and you can drive it all day long. <laughs> you know, okay. you, you, you complain Not all about can buy Tampa a team. Bay. Not all of us can buy a team. about Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Yes, yes. But who's in the World Series? Well, we'll see. The Red sure aren't. The Red oh, sure aren't. World Series last year? The Red sure aren't. Who was in the World Series the year before? Who was in the World Series the year before The Rays that? are a little bit different. They're a little bit different. Nah, you know what, Nate? They got drafted on draft day. That means you're a professional. Okay? Now, see, th- this is my point. Kirk Cousins. I've been paying this guy 40-some million dollars for freaking five years. He hasn't won the 11 ball game. <laughs> Why would I go out and spend more worthless money? By the way, the Reds, though, the Reds haven't won. That, that's the difference. They haven't spent money to win. They, they just keep My on. My Kansas City Royals haven't won either. You know what, Nate? Well, they're the same way. We got a small stadium, but we still sell that thing out every day. See, and that's, what, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. We, we, pay, won the last World we still Series. pay the money, and the, and the owners no, are going to make won all the, the money. the World Series. We depleted that team. Okay, we got rid of Hosmer's my favorite. See, this and guy I think, signed like a $200 million oh, I know, contract. I know, with the Padres. And what I has know. he done? So as an owner, Nate, I mean, come on. Are you going to pay Matt Carney five hundred grand if, if uh, WOW wanted him? Well, we'll, no. see. we'll have to see how WLW uh, you know, does. <laughs> no, you know what? You're a professional, Nate. I'm sorry. I tell you what, you I don't get do half the credit that them other Fox guys get. I listen to them every day. They, those guys are idiots. <laughs> Joy and college, Joy's the biggest racist there is. Oh, um, the only hey. one I like is that old Hallen guy, old Malin or whatever. Oh, he's on about midnight to three. And you he's like me one. sometimes. Sometimes I, I like you all the time, Nate. Right. I just, you know, I, I'm just saying, why would I pay some Yahoo? <laughs> All right, like that's interesting. That's interesting. I, I, I wanted to see where you were at. I appreciate it. Show me. I'm like St. Louis, buddy. Show me, and I will pay you. Now, the show problem me. is, show me what you got. Problem is, they don't pay anybody in Cincinnati, and they don't have anything to show. But here's the deal: they don't have to because you're still going to find forty thousand Cincinnati Red fans. I know that's that. That go to that, that ball game. That's what I'm ticked off about. All right, man. Thanks. Well, you know, go to the grocery store. Go to the gas station. <laughs> We're paying five bucks for gas. You know, I mean, come on. Everybody's making money, Nate. I appreciate it. Thanks, All man. Right, I appreciate it. Um, um, I, I, I hate the message. I absolutely hate the message, and it gives us, it gives us this. Um, you know, this guy said. I mean, he, he. I, I don't think this wasn't scripted at all. It was interviewed today. WLW Red's flagship. Phil Castellini, president of the organization, son of the owner, by the way, son of the owner. So we got we got that going too, and he and he's the big tough guy. He's the big tough guy. Where, where are you going to go? Can you guys tell me how to be more profitable, make more money? We we don't care about that, Phil. The Cincinnati Reds fans, and and I'll just put this in general: the sports fans in general want their teams to compete. 
So you've got to find a way in the current economic system of Major League Baseball to compete more than you have. The Castellini family bought the Reds in 2006. They've had a losing record 10 times, going on 11 here in the opening weekend. I can tell now. I can tell you now. Okay, they've had a losing record 10 times. 0 for 4 in the playoff series. So they've made the playoffs since 2006 four times. They went 0 for 4. They're 2 and 9 in playoff games. When you talk about the fans in Cincinnati getting frustrated a little bit, they look at it and they say, and then you're selling off players, and the Reds are like, before the season even starts, we're out? And then you have a president of the organization tell the fans, where are you going to go? <laughs> it gives you a picture. This isn't the only one. This guy just said it today. This isn't the only owner like this, organization like this. This guy just said it today. Okay? So so here it is. Here it is. The Reds are number 21 in payroll this year. There's 30 teams. They're 21. $113 million. The Mets are spending $270 million. The Dodgers are spending $285 million. The Twins... Minnesota Twins, small market. The Twins are spending $130 million over that, over $130. They're beating the Cincinnati Reds. So there are mid-sized small markets that are doing things to compete. My problem is the owners of the organizations, especially like this scenario, talking this openly, they're just trying to say, we're trying to do what? Win the dollar amount, not win they, they're not looking at the big picture of, well, what could a playoff run and a World Series run do for the Cincinnati Reds' bottom line? That's when the payback comes. They're, they're just looking at it um, year by year. Well, let's, let's start by looking at how much profit we're making. If you want to look at what you could have this team do to be more profitable and make more money, it would be to pick it up and move it somewhere else. That, that's what he said. So be careful what you ask for. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. Um, let's see. Let's see. Listener text. I want the fans of the Reds to call the bluff of the CEO. Don't go to the games or buy the jerseys and hats. Boycott watching the games. Call his bluff. And, and I don't, you know, fans, they just won't do this. They just won't do it. Look at the Colorado Rockies. They get rid of some players, you know, they get rid of Arenado and things like this, and Rockies fans are upset for a while, and then they're like, yeah, I still want to go to Coors Field and have a cold one and have some fun. The fans don't hold the owners to the, to the fire. They don't hold them to the fire, and then you have this mentality. And we wonder why the owners locked out the players. And we were actually, and we had folks, you know, say, oh, this is the player's fault. No, this is the type of scenario that people need to let you know be let in on. And the president of the Cincinnati Reds today let everybody in on the deal. Where, where are you going to go? And then I think we're doing the best we can do with the resources that we have. I'd love to see how they're doing. I'd love to see how they're doing because on the field they're doing poorly. On the field, they're doing really, really poorly. 
And, boy, you would think all these guys, they act like they're just struggling. Man, these the owner of the Major League Baseball teams, they act like they're just struggling. Man, this is a tough go. I got a little, uh, little news flash for you. The Marlins, the lowly Miami Marlins, were sold four years ago for $1.2 billion. The Miami Marlins, $1.2 billion, four years ago. You know how much the Reds were purchased for by these Castellinis? You know how much the Reds, you know, 2006? $270 million. Are you trying to tell, I mean, just think about that payback. We bought them for $270 million, but feel sorry for us here because we're just having a tough time. You, we might have to pick up and move this thing if the Reds fans get too upset. Listener text 720-1067. Cincinnati Reds president. Boy, what an interesting story. It's a, it's a day for uh, owners slash uh, presidents of organizations. We'll get into the Washington situation with Daniel Snyder coming up. Listener text. The only way to change the owner's viewpoint is by going after the purse strings or start boycotting the sponsors of the Reds, things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, and fans just never do it, right? Fans are fans. Why? They want to watch the games. They want to be engaged. They they have passion, right? They want to go to Cincinnati. Opening day in Cincinnati is like a big deal, okay? I was looking into this. It's a big deal. And they have a parade through downtown of the whole thing. And hours before they do the opening game today, the president of the Cincinnati Reds, what's your message to the fans that are frustrated? It's not, you know, hey, we're going to try and try it this way. We're going to try and do this and, and build this thing. It's, you want to pick it up and move it somewhere else? Be careful what you ask for. Where, where are you going to go? Okay. These guys are in good shape. These owners of Major League Baseball teams are, surprise, surprise, in great shape. Yet they want to act like, any fans that get a little frustrated about mailing it in before the season starts, the team decides to mail it in, and the fans get a little frustrated, the message is, well, we're having a tough time. This, this is tough right now. I mean, we're doing the best we can. And it's not to, the best we can to win. That's the disconnect. The owners, a lot of the Major League Baseball owners, aren't doing the best they can to win Find that balance. I'm not saying spend $280 million like the Dodgers. I don't, you don't have to do it. But you better find that balance to compete, and you better find that message to the fans of, hey, we're trying to do this, okay? Even the Cubs right now, even my Cubs, sold off last year, saw these contracts coming, had this nucleus for a long time. They didn't win as many as we wanted. They won one, okay? Now we move forward. Now there's kind of another plan coming together, starting to build a little bit. We're not flying off the handle. Cincinnati Reds fans just kind of want some answers, and their president of the organization says, hey, where are you going to go? What a, what, a, what, a, uh, what a message. What a message. And that's the picture that I think was spelled out. The owners lock out the whole thing. I think there's a lot, and I mean a lot, of Major League Baseball owners like the Cincinnati Reds situation today. Back with Benjamin Albright. Speaking of owners in sports, is this uh, big trouble for Washington? Daniel Snyder, is this big trouble? I mean, this is uh, this is in-depth stuff here. Benjamin Albright live next. 
You're listening to The Nate Brown Show, streaming live at FoxSportsRapidCity.com and right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Rapid City in the Black Hills, if you're shopping for a new vehicle before you buy, stop by Gateway, one of our two locations, 123 Omaha or 410 North Campbell. We specialize in credit rebuilder programs. We specialize in finding you the rarest cars in the market. We specialize in the funnest car buying experience. If you have good credit, bad credit, no problem. We specialize in people. Gateway Autoplex with one of the largest inventories in the Black Hills. I'm Scott Anna. And I'm Adam Ray. And nobody, I mean nobody, beats a Gateway deal. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A high wind warning continues until midnight tonight. A high wind watch begins at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning and continues until 6 p.m. Thursday night. A wind advisory continues until midnight tonight. Mainly cloudy skies expected tonight with a chance for snow. Lows dip down to about 16. Northwesterly winds 20 to 25 miles per hour. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 30. From the minute you wake up to the moment you fall asleep, Black Hills Energy is here to support, inspire, and drive your next adventure. Because supporting your day-to-day is our everyday. And we are always here, ready for your next step. Black Hills Energy, ready. Lizzie BetMGM Sportsbook is your home for the best sports betting experience in Deadwood. With great food, great service, and brand new 4K TVs, there's not a bad seat in the house. And every game is on at Tin Lizzie, where you can bet on Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and UFC. BetMGM Sportsbook at Tin Lizzie, the king of sportsbooks. What game are you betting on? Make your play at Tin Lizzie, Main Street, Deadwood. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer from Denny Menholt Toyota. Use your phone. It's fast and easy. Pull up our website, click on Value Trade-In, scan your VIN, and tell us about your car. You are on your way to a no-hassle, no-commitment cash offer on your vehicle in under five minutes. Bring your vehicle and your Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer to Denny Menholt Toyota and get cash or trade-in credit today. See you soon at Denny Menholt Toyota, Rapid City. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate? Welcome back in. Just getting started on a Tuesday. The Nate Brown Show Live South Dakota Sports Talk Show here on Fox Sports Rapid City. What a start here. What a start. We talked president of the Cincinnati Reds and uh, an interesting interview with the flagship station of the Reds. Hey, what do you what do you fans want us to do? Be careful. You might move the team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Let me tell you that. Um, what a picture inside some of this stuff of what, what's important here. Winning, competing, how does payroll factor in? And Cincinnati Reds kind of sending off some players even before the season starts here. Look like uh, they're mailing it in. I guess we'll see how those Reds do. We'll see how the Reds do. Rockies are spending more money than the Reds. I'll tell you that. Let's go down to Denver. 
covers the NFL. Great source uh, guy when he has some big stories. Broncos country tonight's the show. KOA. Benjamin Albright on tonight. Find him on Twitter at Albright NFL. He's here on the Nate Brown Show. Benjamin, good to have you. I appreciate the time. How are you? Good to be back, brother. How are you? Well, I'm doing good, man. I, I wanted to go to this uh, story and, and just get your reaction. Um, see what may happen moving forward because there's been a lot of stuff out here with the Washington organization. A lot of stuff out there. And now it's like, okay, how serious is this? Because some people say, well... There's been no evidence, and and we haven't you know heard anything. I mean, we've we've seen guys say stuff, but well, we just don't know. And now we have the U.S. House, the U.S. Congress, uh, commi- oversight committee sending a letter to the Federal Trade Commission saying they found evidence that the Washington Commanders may have, uh, may have engaged here in unlawful financial conduct. And so there's there's details here, but when you saw that today, 20 page letter, what should we think? Well, um, I think we've kind of known the story was coming. At least uh, people paid attention, known the story was coming. Um, Dan Snyder, you know, has been has presided over the Washington Football Team, Commanders, whatever they are now, uh, and and you know, it, it's been scandal after scandal after scandal. And you know, it, the latest one, though, I think, is the one that's going to torpedo him because for all the things that ownership will put up with, uh, mess with their money, and uh, you the wrath. And so uh, there's been a cabal that's been trying to get, uh, you know, Dan Snyder to sell for quite some time of, of NFL owners. And that, that group just continues to expand uh, the number of people in it. And I, I suspect that at the end of all this, once all the evidence is presented and, and, and Washington will be found to have played uh, uh, fast and loose with the numbers and, and used some incredibly deceptive business practices to conceal revenue, um, I, I suspect they'll probably remove Dan Snyder as an owner and Jeff Bezos will be will be bidding on the Washington football team. What's your opinion? Just on the opinion side of this, how surprised are you if this comes out, okay, this is proven, this is proven, how surprised are you? I'm not surprised at all. Um, in fact, I've I've been privy to part of this for about a year, um, and in the investigation that's going into it, and the person that's uh, that's making most of the accusations is a former Washington Football Team employee, and uh, I'm I'm not surprised at all. I mean, when I first read the allegations, obviously I was surprised, but then I you know get to look at some of the uh, some of the evidence behind the scenes, and it's it's incredibly obvious uh, what they were trying to do and what they did in an effort to conceal things using uh, phony licensing fees on top of ticket prices in an effort to uh, uh, move pots of money, funneling money, funny, funneling additional revenues through collegiate football games played at that stadium in an effort to say that the money was made there so they don't have to share it. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. I mean, when you have the, uh, once you, you have the key or the cipher, it's, it's pretty obvious what's happened. Benjamin Albright on NFL Insider, host of Broncos Country Tonight on KOA. Um, the U.S. House getting involved in this. So what do you see as uh, the next steps here? Is this going to be a long process? Oh, with any bureaucratic institution, it's always a long process. I mean, we always want results quicker than uh, you know, quicker than they come. But that that said, I I don't think that uh, I don't think anything will happen during this season. I suspect it'll be after this season, and I, I suspect that Daniel Snyder will will probably this will probably be his last year as owner of Washington, uh, the Washington Commanders. Why would um, this happen? Why why would what 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 makes an organization go? Yeah, we're going to do this and this and this. Money. 
I mean, you know, just quite simply money. Uh, if you think you can get away with it, you know, I mean, think about the additional revenues and, and, and things you can cook up if you're, if you're trying to be shady and you really don't have a whole lot of oversight. And, you know, to be honest with you, a lot of these teams don't. So uh, the only over, the oversight they have internally is, uh, uh, you know, I mean, you've got an accountant that's working on your books and there's multiple sets of books. So uh, let me explain something really quick. The idea that there are multiple sets of books is not in and of itself shady because all the teams have that one for the charity, uh, one for the, you know, additional revenues for the stadiums and Things like that; those are all merged in the end. But uh, the separate books thing is not in and of itself shady. It's it's what they did with these fees and and, and moving money around. Um, you know that said, it's, it's money. Bottom line, money's money, and uh, you know you think you can make more money doing it that way. People people try to game the system. It's, it happens all the time. Okay, so one more on this. Washington says, "Hey, we didn't do this. We've been audited. We get audited all the time. How how is this uh, missed?" Um, because I don't think people, you know, in terms of auditing, uh, that, that can mean so many different things. Uh, but in terms of um, what those people are looking for, if you're, you know, an auditor may not know specifically what to look for, it may not understand the difference between uh, tacking a license fee onto a ticket price and then, you know, putting that, you know, putting that license fee where a license fee should properly go, even though it's improper to charge licensing fee on a ticket. So um, that's that that's sort of the thing. Is, is, is whoever is auditing them, do they even know what they're looking for or looking at? Or is the person auditing them honest too? Maybe they're getting a kickback off that. So there are several different explanations there. Benjamin Albright on tonight. NFL Insider. Find him on Twitter at Albright NFL. Uh, one of the accusations is um, season ticket holders may have had some of their money held back up to $5 million. So what, what's going to happen there? Well, that's, I mean, that's a part of it that will have to be investigated. I don't have a whole lot of information on that particular portion of it um, other than the accusation. So for me, uh, for me on a personal level, I, I would be speculating. And I, I, you know, if they were found guilty of, of having done that portion of it, then uh, I suspect there would be a lawsuit and a settlement and, and uh, fees would be reallocated to season ticket holders and legal fees would be the responsibility of the Washington football team. Finally, Roger Goodell and the NFL not saying anything right now. What, what are they going to need to do? Well, they're not going to say anything. That's you know the NFL policy is don't say anything until you have to. So that's that's just going to be the NFL the way they do business. Um, you know, ultimately, uh, I think they'll leave it up to the to the House and any legal remedies that need to be uh, you know done, and then they'll comment after that. Benjamin Albright, let's go to the Broncos. You've got them uh, down there in Denver, Broncos country tonight. Great show on KOA and the podcast out there. Um, let me ask you about the Broncos situation, Russell Wilson. Do we expect um, OTAs, voluntary, uh, this guy's going to be leading the way and, and putting in work? Well, yeah. In fact, uh, OTAs actually started, you know, yesterday. Today was first day of media availability, and um, you know he is by all accounts. Um, talked to Albert Okwebenam, the the new uh, well, I say new. He's now the starting tight end for the Denver Broncos after Noah Fant was traded, and um, you know he's excited. He says that uh, he says that Russ is, uh, uh, is you know is absolutely the leader that uh, that they need. He's detail oriented. Uh, his approach is is what everybody talks about. How Peyton Manning used to be, and that he demands excellence. And you know, I think that uh, I think that's what this team needs. You got a very young Young offense and a lot of young skill position players. Somebody with a championship pedigree who's been there knows how to do it and can implement the you know the detail owner into the approach necessary to win Super Bowls. Let me ask you about Russell Wilson's wide receiver core in Denver. Do you believe they're high level? Some people say, hey, this might be one of the best receiving cores in the league. Can they be? 
Oh, I absolutely believe so. I mean, they certainly got the, got the talent. They've got the depth to do it. I mean, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler. I mean, those are those pretty good receivers. Uh, any one of those guys would be a number one or number two on any other team in the you know in the league. Um, yeah, Tim Patrick's about as sure hand as it gets on third down. Cortland Sutton's coming, you know, still coming back from that injury uh, two years ago, but he's, he's getting back there. Jerry Judy's one of the best route runners in the league, and you know, KJ Hamler's got uh, got incredible speed. So uh, if they can get some consistency and stay healthy, uh, I, I don't see why they couldn't be a top receiving core in the league, especially with the, the productivity they put up uh, with the guys throwing to them the last couple of years. I mean, the productivity they put up with Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater and Brett Rippon and Jeff Driscoll and, and a game with KJ Hamler playing quarterback. I mean, I mean, excuse me, uh, Kendall Hinton playing quarterback. I think uh, I think speaks for itself. Benjamin Albright on Broncos country tonight. Final one, Javante Williams, young running back. He's gonna he's gonna get the workload is the way it looks. Are the Broncos going to pay two running backs, Melvin Gordon? What's the situation? Well, you know, Melvin's my neighbor, so I'm a little bit biased there. But, uh, you know, I think I don't think Melvin expects to be back with the Broncos. Uh, right now, I think he's probably going to wind up with the Baltimore Ravens, but we'll see. Um, I think that uh, I think Mike Boone, who was the number three, and he was injured a lot last year, uh, is going to be the number two. And I think they'll draft the running back. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say it'd be Hassan Haskins out of Michigan, probably on day three. Um, and, and I think that's the direction they're going to go. I think they'll, they'll wind up with uh, two running backs on the rookie deal, and then Mike Boone's on like a, you know, a veteran and kind of sort of small-time deal. So uh, I think that's what they'll end up with. Biggest need for the Broncos in the draft coming up. What's the focus? Edge rusher. Um, I know you paid Randy Gregory and you got Bradley Chubb, but Chubb had no sacks last year. Gregory's coming off a shoulder scope and has been a part-time player, and they have no depth behind him. So they're going to need to snag a pair of edge rushers out of this uh, out of this draft in order to solidify the position. Benjamin Albright tonight. Great to have him. Broncos country tonight. You can hear it on KOA. Find the podcast. Uh, him and Ryan Edwards do a great job. Albright NFL on Twitter. Benjamin, thanks as always. I appreciate it. Absolutely, brother. Take Appreciate care. the time. Thanks a lot. Benjamin Albright, live from Denver. His show, Broncos Country Tonight, and a great NFL uh, insider, KOA, live from Denver. Benjamin Albright on Twitter at Albright NFL. Boy, interesting stuff that he has there saying, well, he's he's been knowing about this with Washington. Daniel Snyder. Here's, here's the deal. There's a lot of allegations here. And the 20-page letter, letter was sent from the U.S. House Oversight Committee today to the Federal Trade Commission saying there's evidence that the NFL's Washington organization engaged in unlawful financial conduct. Okay? The Associated Press was looking at it here. The committee says the team withheld ticket revenue from the visiting teams. Okay? So here's the deal. Ticket revenue shared among all the teams. 40% of it deposited in a visiting team fund, okay? This is this is one of the big pillars, like, hey, this is revenue sharing. It's it's all important. That's a part of it. They moved that around. They, they withheld that from the shared pool. And then they're talking about other events that went on at the stadium, concerts and other games and, and professional events, and getting that revenue, okay, and uh, saying – well, here's how we here's how we did that, and we put that over here and over there. Um, there's also the allegation that they held back season refunds from season ticket holders. The allegation up to five million dollars, and if that's the case, then you're going to get uh, the fans to say, uh, "Hey, let's get a lawsuit going here. This is a big thing. This is a big deal." So is Daniel Snyder 
ultimately done. Benjamin Albright said moments ago he's going to be out. I don't know how quickly, but Daniel Snyder is going to be out. Jeff Bezos is going to be in. That's that's what, that's his uh, ultimate projection there. Jeff Bezos holding back. Because some people said, hey, how come Jeff Bezos isn't trying to buy the Broncos right now? How come Bezos isn't trying to buy the Broncos? The reporting is he knows there's problems in Washington. That's where Bezos, okay, he owns the Washington Post, the whole thing. He's going to settle in and get Washington. That That's the reporting. That's the thought. Bezos is not in on the Broncos. He's going to wait because Snyder's going to be out after this mess. And Bezos says, I'll, I'll take over that team. So, um, boy, I, I was sitting here. I was like, why would Daniel Snyder and the organization do this? I mean, I mean, think about that. I, and I guess, you know, it's a simple question. And he said it's money. And, and I think about that. I go, they're not making enough money. It, it ties into my opening today with the Cincinnati Reds. They, uh, everybody's not making enough money. <laughs> it's like we sit here in South Dakota said, okay, what's our average salary? What's our living rate? Okay, all the folks that work hard here and everybody that gets after it every day. And then we're here. And then Washington's, uh, the football team's not making enough money. They, they got to do this and do that. I mean, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Listener text coming in. Come on, Nate. Times are tough. Jet fuel and uh, for these and gasoline for their limousines is expensive for those owners. Yeah, you're right on that. You're right on that. I mean, it's just amazing. It's it's just amazing. It's it's a perfect tie-in. The Cincinnati Reds president uh, saying, "Man, we're struggling. We we we're we're struggling. Fans, don't be upset. We're selling away players. I mean, we're struggling, and they aren't. They aren't." And Daniel Snyder, you know, allegations moving this here, moving that here, holding money back from season ticket holders on refundable ticket deposits on the whole thing. It's like, what are you doing? It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. All right. Back with Dante Dudley. He's the head coach of the Rapid City Marshals. Do you know about the Marshals, the indoor football team? Their season is off and running. What does Coach Dudley think of the start of the fans of his team? That's next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 1067 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Nothing compares to the giveaways at First Gold Gaming Resort. Our promo hot seat drawings every weekend pay out over $34,000. Saturday night's Lucky 7s drawings award players with another twenty one grand in cash. On April 30th, the Golden Cash Blast pays out another $12,000 in cash. Plus, First Gold has slot tournaments every Friday and Sunday, totaling $16,000 in prize packages. All told, that's over $80,000 every single month at First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins, and the winning never ends. Do you have home renovation plans? With home values rising, let your home's increasing equity help put them into motion. Through April 30th, complete your projects more affordably with Black Hills Federal Credit Union's Home Equity Special. Get ready for outdoor barbecues, an updated kitchen, or finished basement. Learn more at bhfcu.com or text your call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is a member-owned, not-for-profit, equal housing lender. 
For nearly 100 years, Connex has been providing the know-how and materials to help their neighbors grow. Through partnerships with builders, homeowners, and contractors, Connect Home Centers have impacted our communities, making them stronger and safer through support of local organizations and neighborhood beautification projects. Improving the quality of life for others is important to us. We are Connect Home Center, your hometown lumberyard lending a helping hand in building our communities since 1928. With two locations in Rapid City, Pizza Ranch is ready to serve your family. Every Wednesday is Kids Day. This is the best deal out there with the best buffet in town. One child, 12 and under, eats free for every regular-priced adult at the Pizza Ranch Buffet Wednesdays. And don't forget their senior special every Tuesday for $8.99. The Pizza Ranch Buffet. It's all good at the Pizza Ranch with two locations in Rapid City. And remember, daily online specials for carryout or delivery at Pizza Ranch. Farmers and ranchers with up to 24% lower shop rates than most local dealers. Adams ISC in Rapid City is your single go-to source for ag equipment inspection, service, and repair, including air conditioning. With over 20 years' experience, Adams ISC Ag Tech Gary Christensen will have your ag equipment repaired and serviced to your satisfaction, either in our shop or at your location with our fully equipped field service truck on Deadwood Avenue in Rapid City or at 605-343-9393. Contact Adams ISC. Someone will come in, they'll have a noise under the hood, and we'll go out and take a look at it. We can determine by the type of noise, and usually if we can determine where it's coming from, we can direct them to the piece that has failed. My name is Dick Lemke. Working at Sturdivance as long as I have, it's definitely become my career. When you need someone to help solve the problem, start with a Sturdivant store near you. S-T-U-R-D-V-A-N-T-S, come and see Sturdivant. Has it Sturdivant? Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's sports talk show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show Live, South Dakota Sports Talk Show on a Tuesday, Fox Sports Rapid City. Remember this show live, 4 to 6, and then the podcast is up there. If you can't catch all the guests, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. You can download it wherever you get your podcast. We're out there on Apple, Google, Amazon, Audible, Spotify, the whole thing. So the Nate Brown Show podcast is out there. Pack show tonight. NBA playoffs essentially start tonight with these play-in games. You know, Timberwolves Clippers tonight. Nets Cavaliers tonight. Brooklyn Nets Cavaliers tonight. we got to get into it. Keith Smith on the way covering the NBA. National NBA writer spot track on tap. I want to ask Keith a few questions here about the NBA season, the length, the, the, the star players sitting out, uh, the whole thing. A lot of people say, hey, the NBA playoffs is where I start paying attention, and, and I think that's a problem for the league. Um, Dante Dudley's in tonight. We had him on when he was hired. Now he's into the season. And the Rapid City Marshals indoor football team getting set to go on the road. They've been at home. They've been at home this whole time. And uh, now they go on the road. The Marshals had their first loss this past weekend. I was at the game. 
competitive game um, really through the end, off to a slow start, and then they got back into it, made it made it competitive, and they fell to Sioux City for their first loss. Dante Dudley, the head coach on the Nate Brown Show tonight, talking Marshall's football. Coach, it's good to have you back on. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me back. Well, I appreciate your time. So we we had you on when you when you were got hired and started this whole mm-hmm. process, and and now you're into the season. You, you're into the uh, calling plays and and the roster and the whole thing. How do you feel uh, right now with this with this football team? First loss of the year this past weekend. That was a tough game. That Sioux City team's tough. They've won a lot. So how do you feel right now with this football team? We feel we feel pretty good. Um, we didn't we didn't play our partic- our best particular brand of football um, Saturday night. We started off really really slow. I think guys were nervous. It was their first big game on the big stage. Most of these uh, indoor teams don't have the fan participation that we've had. So um, I'm pretty sure that our our guys understood that it was a a big task, and we just came up short in the beginning, and, and that kind of steamrolled us for the rest of the game. We did make it interesting, but just couldn't get over the hump to uh, to get the victory. Do you feel like you've put together a roster that uh, can compete in this league? I do. I do. I think me and Coach Magic definitely put together a roster that, that can compete. Um, some of the guys are just getting used to indoor football. Uh, we, have a, we have quite a few guys that have only played outdoor football, so there's a little bumps and bruises and timing and things that they um, have that they have to break from the outdoor game to meet the indoor game. Yeah. You played indoor football. You know the story. So give us give us what you tell the guys right now. Some of these guys, hey, I'm getting used to it. I, I've gone to these games over the years, and I went on Saturday. I'm like, mm-hmm. it seemed like, um, you know, some of the throws were off. Some of the timing was off. It, it feels like if the, if the speed isn't perfect, that feels like the difference to me. Indoor football, so fast. Yeah, it's not. So when I played, it's not necessarily the speed of the game. It's the mental speed of the game. So everything happens faster for you. So yeah. that 15-yard dig in, in the outdoor uh, game is a, is a lot easier to to run your route a, a couple of different ways, where in an indoor you only have, you have less time, but um, and you have to be able to read what the defense is doing a lot faster. So once they, as they, as we progress through the season, and we've made our adjustments, we watch film today and things like that to make sure that we're um, picking up on the mistakes that we made in the game. It wasn't a situation where I feel like Sioux City stopped us. It, I, it honestly was a situation where we we beat ourselves. Rapid City Marshals first loss of the season this past weekend. They had a good start to the year, no doubt. They lost to Sioux City this past weekend. Now they go on the road. Dante Dudley's the head coach of the Marshals, um, sitting two and one um, after the after the opener of the season. So I, I ask you about the crowd support. Okay, I felt yeah. like it's been really really good. New arena, um, the whole thing. It's it's new. Everybody feels like it's it it feels like it's juiced in there. What's your reaction to the crowd? You've been around uh, different uh, cities. Yeah, this is probably the biggest crowd crowds that I've seen in a an indoor game on a consistent basis. And from the preseason game to the first regular season game to the last game, it's progressively gotten more more attended. So it's nice. It's it's nice to look around and, and have that support from the city. Uh, I think I've been waiting on this to come around for 15 years myself. So uh, you know, it's one of those things where I just I'm, I'm taking it all in. I hope the players are taking it all in, 
because we definitely appreciate all the support that we're getting right now. I'll tell you, it's really, really good. It, it was exciting. Um, the game is exciting. So if you, you haven't been to an indoor football game in a long time, you got to go. I've, I watched the, and covered the Billings Outlaws back in the day, watched the Rapid City back in the day, and now the Marshals in town. Um, getting set to go on the road. Here's the thing about this. You played a couple of home games. Now you go on the road basically for a month. Um, what's this uh, stretch going to be like? I think the road games are tough no matter what. You know, the, uh, no matter how, even though Gillette is only two hours away, you're still going into someone else's venue. Um, it's not your field. It's not your crowd. Um, it, it's a time for the team to bond, too. You know, that we, we've had the, you know, the we're in our the comfort of our own area and stuff like that, but now we're, we're all stuck together for, <laughs> for a month, you know, and nine or ten hours on the bus ride for not this upcoming week, but the next two weeks. So good bonding time. Um, and just looking forward to uh, some challenging role games. I'll, I'll ask you about um, your team right now. Looks like you you want to sling it around a little bit. You got a good quarterback, has a strong arm. Uh, maybe it was a little too juiced at times on on Saturday night. Was was throwing it a little a little too hard, and then he settled in. Um, how hard is it to run it in this indoor game? To run the football? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. It's not that hard to run it, but. The run, I think in outdoor football, you set up the run sets up the pass. I've, I've run by the philosophy of flipping it for indoor football. Okay. We set up the run by passing first. So we're going to, we're going to pass. Everybody that I recruited for offense, they know that we're going to pass. Um, we have a, we have a good running back. Um, and the game just kind of got out of hand so early where it kind of took that, that run option. And time is of the essence when you're down by 21 because you can't spend a lot of time running the ball. So, that kind of took us out of the took the run game away from us a little bit. I want to ask you, what did you think of your guys' ability to battle back? I said it was a good game because I thought, Coach, I was like, hey, it was twenty one nothing. You know, snapped it over the head. All of a sudden, you're down a couple of touchdowns. Now you're down three. I'm like, uh oh, this this isn't good. And then and then it got uh, it, it was competitive the rest of the way. What do you say about your guys' effort? Right, I, I loved it. I loved it. I, I, we were down twenty one zero. We had every. Uh, Right, or you know, could have easily just folded up the folded up the tent and just said we're not going to play tonight. And our guys fought back, and and that's all you can ask for with that situation. And we're just hoping that we learn from it. You know, let's learn that that I think the moment is what really created that that uh, that start. And now that we are uh, now that we've had it, now it's time for us to adjust and and make the the positive. Uh, adjustments that we need to make to be better. I'll tell you, it was a lot of fun. If you love football, you're going to like the indoor football. Rapid City Marshals um, off and running. They go on the road, and uh, we'll be back in early May, uh, their next home game. We'll have Dante Dudley on each week, keeping you plugged in on Marshalls football. Rapid City Marshalls, one and one. Um, and then they won that preseason game as well. Coach, good luck to you. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. All have right. A good one. Appreciate it. Dante Dudley's the head coach, Rapid City Marshals, indoor football here on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. We'll check in with the Marshals uh, every week on the program, keep you plugged in as they get set to go on the road this week. It's been a lot of fun. Good crowds. Really enjoyed it. I took the kids on Saturday. My daughter was just yelling. I mean, she just was an animal, just an animal on Saturday. Um, the Marshals come up short against Sioux City. That's been a good team, though, if you look at the league. Uh, Sioux, City's, Sioux City's pretty good now. So, Marshall's uh, right in the mix. They were close. Couldn't quite come out on top on Saturday as they get set to go on the road. Appreciate Coach dropping by. The Nate Brown Show at Fox Sports Rapid City. I'm going to shift to this. We'll go national tonight. 
the NBA playoffs start tonight. This this is the start, and it's the play-in games. Okay, so let's talk to Keith Smith. He's going to get you plugged in. You haven't maybe followed the NBA as closely. Regular season. There's a lot of storylines, including. Does the NBA need to make any changes? Do they need to make any changes with the regular season to get fans plugged back in? Keith Smith, national NBA writer, on the way. Your sports, your show. This is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Dale's Tire and Retreading has been providing quality brands of tires and excellent service to the Black Hills area for over 50 years. Dale's Tire sells tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, agriculture, construction, and more. Dale's Tire has what you need when you need it and offers appointment times to get you in and out faster. See the experts at Dale's Tire and Retreading. Two convenient locations in Rapid City, 691 Deadwood Avenue and 3200 Campbell Street. Dale's Tire and Retreading. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A high wind warning continues until midnight tonight. A high wind watch begins at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning and continues until 6 p.m. Thursday night. A wind advisory continues until midnight tonight. Mainly cloudy skies expected tonight with a chance for snow. Lows dip down to about 16. Northwesterly winds 20 to 25 miles per hour. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 30. Don't miss the final Rush home games of the regular season. April 13th, the Rush face off against Tulsa at 7.05, presented by Meadowwood Lanes. On April 15th, it's video game and comic book night, presented by Texas Roadhouse. On April 16th, double the family fun with racing and rally night, presented by New Miller Truck and Auto Body. The day kicks off at 3 o'clock with a free pregame car show for all fans in Rushmore Hall. Then the racing and rally game starts at 7.05. Tickets for all games start at just $15. Rapid City Rush, next chapter, same goal. Tickets at RapidCityRush.com. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. If you're planning to keep on driving your current vehicle with higher miles on it, drive with confidence after a thorough inspection at Pro Auto Care. Regular service and preventative maintenance is extra important for higher mileage vehicles, so bring yours on into Pro Auto Care to keep it running longer for you. At Pro Auto Care, Tom and his crew pledge to give you an honest evaluation and never over-service or overcharge. From inspections to oil changes, brakes, tires, and major automotive service, trust Pro Auto Care. Open as usual at 1891 Rand Road, Rapid City. Hey, sports parents and athletes, are you ready to up your game? Well, then it's time to get started at Rapid City's premier sports facility and training center, Rapid Skills. With 35,000 square feet of space, including basketball and volleyball courts, free weights, indoor turf, and more, Rapid Skills is ready to help you become your best. With a great team of coaches, various camps, and memberships available, Rapid Skills is creating champions. Get in the game at Rapid Skills. Learn more at rapidskillsathletictraining.com. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. The mountain is high, the valley is low, and you're confused on which way to go. So I've come here to give you 
Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show Live, Fox Sports Rapid City NBA playoffs start tonight. It's the play-in games. We got our eyes on the Timberwolves. Hey, any Timberwolves fans out there? Timberwolves, Clippers tonight, Nets, Cavaliers, starting right now. As a matter of fact, Keith Smith covering it. National NBA writer, SpotTrack.com. Keith Smith, NBA on Twitter. Follow him there. The playoffs get going. Keith back on the Nate Brown Show. Keith, always appreciate your time. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate you. Before we get into this playoff deal, um, I want to revisit what Adam Silver's talking about. And, and he said he doesn't have a, a grand solution here, but a lot of talk over the last few days was, is the NBA regular season, can they change it? Can they tweak it? Meaning cut down on the number of games, I don't think they can, but you followed it a long time. What can be done about stars missing games? I don't think owners are going to want to cut games. No, the challenge is it's not just owners. The players aren't going to want to cut games either because they're not wanting, going to want to give up their you know half of that revenue as it is. So no, no one's going to want to go to less games. So what's going to have to happen if the NBA really wants to address uh, these issues of players sitting out is a couple things. There's either going to have to be a a collectively bargained, you can only rest max of X amount of games per season um, or something like that. Or through as they look like they're definitely going to bring in this play-in tournament. If you bring that in, then you're going to have to do something along the lines of that's how you shorten down these. And you may see teams it, they keep talking about bringing in like the European soccer model with their in-season cups. And a lot of times in those, those uh, big teams focus on the younger players. On those 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 things, they may have to kind of recognize. Hey, we may not get all the top guys, and that may be how teams eventually incorporate rest. Because as we see it now, it's just too important for these teams to make sure that these guys are healthy and rested for the postseason. They don't really care about a regular game on a Tuesday evening in you know Charlotte in the middle of January. No, that's right. So the fans do care about it because they buy the tickets and they want to see Steph or they want to see whoever. So the fans do care about it, yet the organizations are, well, we're not going to force these guys to play because we want to be playing when it really matters. Um, explain the layout of a play-in tournament that's going to come into play. Yeah, so the play-in or the mid-season tournament? Or mid-season, yeah, so, mid-season. The mid-season, okay. Yeah, um, the mid-season tournament, what it, it's sounding like is sometime in probably January-ish, uh, they want to get the basically, whether it's the entire league or almost the entire league or whatever, together in over a period of about a week, uh, play three, four games. So it would be about a normal week's amount of games and determine, you know, hey, we're going to launch this midseason cup and that, that's how it'll be. And then for those teams that, well, let's say you're feeling pretty good about your standing as far as, you know, chasing a. Uh, NBA Finals run, you may basically say, all right, here's uh, the last seven, eight guys on our roster. Our top seven, eight guys are not going to play in this. Oh, we bought out in the first first round. Oh, well, now we all get a week off, and that's how we treat it. That may be how you see some teams, but that's what Adam Silver's looking at is, is a way, and he's also looking at it as a way to say, all right, hey, Orlando Magic, Houston Rockets, Sacramento Kings. You're probably not competing for a playoff spot, let alone a finals run, but maybe you can come and really lift up uh, your franchise and feel pretty good about winning this. Challenge is, how do you make it worth it for the players? you got to yeah. make the prize yeah. good enough for them. Yeah, what would that be? What's the reward of winning a midseason tournament? 
Yeah, they're probably going to have to make it monetary because a lot of people say, well, maybe you give them an extra draft pick or something like that. And, and the thing that gets forgotten is if I am the, you know, 14th or 15th man on the Orlando Magic. I don't necessarily want to play all that hard so a team can maybe draft, get an extra pick and draft my replacement. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure I really feel all that great about winning a tournament like that. So it's probably going to have to be some kind of monetary thing. And that becomes important because then what you have is you'll have guys look at it and say, hey, that guy who's 14th or 15th on a one-year minimum contract, if we can get him an extra million dollars, that might be life-changing for him. And I know it sounds funny to think of a LeBron James who makes you know, 40-plus million a year, you know, thinking about that, but that is a lot of times the way these guys think. I mean, that was a lot of what it went into the bubble was you had some of the higher-paid guys saying, hey, if we have to sit out the rest of the year, we sit out, I'm, I'm going to be okay. And a lot of them looked at it and said, but you know what? Some of these guys are not going to be okay, and I want to make sure I take care of my buddies. Interesting. Keith Smith on tonight, National NBA writer, SpotTrack.com. You can find his work there. Follow him on Twitter, at KeithSmithNBA. So now into the playoffs. Do we call this the playoffs tonight, Keith? The play-in? I mean, did the Timberwolves make the playoffs, or is this the play-in? What is it? Yeah, officially from the league and, uh, and officially the opinion of Keith Smith, thankfully we tie together. <laughs> it's, this is the postseason. This is not the playoffs. Okay. Uh, these play these playing tournament games do not count towards uh, postseason t- uh, playoff statistics or anything like that. So it's kind of this nebulous thing. So Jason Tatum's 50-point game in the playing tournament last year, it kind of exists as a playing tournament record, but that's all it is. It's, these are not the playoffs. The playoffs officially start uh, this coming weekend. Was this the right call to go to 10 teams, expand the opportunity for teams to get in here? What do people think about it in the league? Uh, most people like it. They, they feel like it accomplished um, what the league wanted as far as if you have one of those seasons where they like the Brooklyn Nets, for example, things went kind of sideways with them for injuries. The Kyrie Irving situation, obviously, that was self-created, but uh, they, things went a little sideways for them. Every once in a while, you're going to have a team. Things are just not going to go well, and this still gives them that chance to you know, salvage their season, get a run, get into the postseason. The other thing it's done is it's given teams a chance to, rather than you hit the, the, uh, all, the trade deadline, when you say, you know, we're six, seven games out, you know, what's the point? Well, let's get out of here. You may look at it and say, you know, hey, we're only two, three games out of the play-in. Let's try to, you know, really make this run at the play-in. So I think that's uh, two things that it's up. One thing I would like to see them do, which they did in the bubble in the first year, but that was kind of out of necessity because of the weirdness of that season, I'd like to see them bring back the games back qualifier. And I'll use your Minnesota Timberwolves as the example. They have done their work. They should not be having to go through this tournament when they finish four games ahead of the Clippers and then they're double-digit games ahead of both the Pelicans and the um, Spurs. They should not have to be going through this whole thing of playing in. They already earned their spot. So I'd like to see them bring that back and let those teams, hey, if you're – I, I don't know where to draw. Maybe it's four, five games back, whatever it is. You're 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 clear. You're in. And if that means some years uh, we don't get a playing game like that, then so be it. We don't get a playing game like that. I was I was gonna say I think the Timberwolves, the season they've had, it's like, and now they got to get into this play in here tonight. It seems a little bit dicey um, and and kind of lacking for the season that they had. It kind of puts them in a bad spot. But um, we'll see. What about the Timberwolves? What do you think tonight? 
Yeah, I think they've got a great chance tonight. I know I just went on my soapbox there, but I do think whether it be tonight or if they lose tonight, then they'll host the winner of Pelican Spurs with that second shot at getting in. I think they're going to get in. I just think they're too good to to miss out entirely. I think they're a lot better. Uh, both them and the Clippers are a lot better uh, than the Pelicans and the Spurs, and I think they've had a wonderful year. I think the contract extensions for Chris Finch and his staff were well-earned. I think those teams are uh, or those guys have done a wonderful job building up their defense, putting together an offensive system that really maximizes Carl Anthony Towns while still leaving a lot for the other guys. It's been a wonderful season for them to step forward, and, and this is kind of what you've been waiting on uh, for this team. They had that one year with Jimmy Butler, but we've all been waiting on, hey, how do we get this uh, thing moving forward? And that's been great to see. Yeah, Timberwolves, good season. They have a chance to get right in um, with the Clippers, and uh, we'll see how plays out as they play tonight. Keith Smith on tonight. Uh, one off season here. Lakers are out. Uh, bad season. And now it's okay. They need a new head coach. What's the plan here with the players and the roster? LeBron James says, hey, it's not it's not my role to, to put this roster together. But people have talked about, well, he has a major role with that. So where are the Lakers going to go here? How important is LeBron James' opinion here? Who's running the show? Yeah, as far as where they're going to go, if, if, if I had those answers, Nate, I think I'd be making a lot of money and probably not available to chat with you. Um, it, it's a mess. They, they, they are, their roster is, was very poorly constructed. Um, I think some of us saw this coming. That it was Not this. I, let, let me be clear. No one thought they'd be this bad. But I think a lot of us saw, all right, this team's just not going to be very good um, as far as they, they've got a lot of problems and a lot of things need to go right. Uh, there's no easy way out of it either because what Russell Westbrook, he played coy a little bit about, you know, I've got, that's why they call it a player option. I've got decisions to make. He's not turning down $47 million. He's going to opt in. And then they've got to figure that out. They've got to get a coach. And after what they went through here in the last little bit with their their way they handled the Frank Vogel situation, a lot of coaches looked at that and they're not real happy and are kind of saying, hey, this is not a great thing. At the end of the day, they're the Lakers. They'll get it figured out. As far as LeBron goes, yeah, they're gonna they're not going to do anything without uh, LeBron being involved. But I don't think this is going to be one where every decision that's made, uh, he gets final say on. But they are going to make sure they can do what they can to keep him happy and keep him in L.A. Keith Smith on tonight, NBA writer. The play-in starts tonight, SpotTrack.com, on Twitter, at KeithSmithNBA. Follow him there. Keith, always good, man. Thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Appreciate the time. Keith Smith on the Nate Brown Show, national NBA writer, SpotTrack.com, and on Twitter at KeithSmithNBA. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The Lakers situation. I mean, it is uh, drama. They have the drama, and people say, well, drama's good, man. It's interesting. It's Drama's great. You're trying to, you know, have an organization. It's the one of the premier organizations in sports, and and the 16 games below 500, a t- just a disaster. And then LeBron saying, oh, it wasn't a failure at all. And I, I don't have the – my role isn't to put this roster together and make those decisions. And it's like, how do you do that? How do you do it with the Lakers? What do you do? Everybody – you know, we all have the answers, right? We all have the answers. Everybody, we're all so smart, and we all have great opinions. And so what do you do? You, you got to hire a coach now. You got to put this roster. You got to have a better team now. So, what do you do? You have to consult LeBron. It's, it's just like the situation with this quarterback 
that I'm going to talk about next because it, it is a tough situation. And then you end up letting these guys run the show and things go poorly a lot of the times. And I, I have a feeling this may be the case for this next NFL season. So let's get into this in the drive at five tonight. A major NFL quarterback says, here's the report today. He's not coming to involuntary workouts, OTAs with the team this week. He's, he's not going to do it. And it's a major star, which we've done everything under the sun to make you happy. And uh, the report is today, he's out. We'll discuss that next. Along with this, athletes talking on podcasts. Okay, this is a trend. This is a trend the last couple of years. All these athletes have all of these podcasts. And one of them gets in trouble on a podcast today. And it nearly happens like every week. Some athlete says something on a podcast controversial and everybody goes crazy. So my question of the day is, do you want, or, or I should say, is it good to have athletes on podcasts? Question of the day and an NFL quarterback who says, uh, you guys have fun at your uh, workouts this week on the way. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nate Brown Show and like us on Facebook by searching Fox Sports Rapid City. Black Hills Community Bank in Rapid City and Spearfish is your home loans bank. And with rates still low, you should ask them if your tax refund will cover your down payment on your home sweet home. Black Hills Community Bank is ready to be your local partner in helping you take that next step to home ownership. With local originators, underwriting and processing, and several down payment assistance options, is now your time to look at home ownership? Black Hills Community Bank in Rapid City and Spearfish at bhcbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. We're all going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions, to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, keep making memories, keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health slash orthopedics. Listen to what your friends and neighbors are saying about Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail. Steve Borkert, Rapid City. Been using Anytime Auto now for several years, actually. Heard uh, their ads on the radio and thought I'd try them out. Turns out that it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Uh, came in for an oil change. Oil change was done easily and quickly. Uh, my son has had his oil changes done here also, but he also had shocks and struts put on. Great pricing, great work. Uh, I've had new tires put on, and i got to tell you, the tires are amazing. Uh, and the pricing here is as good, if not better, than any place you're going to find in Rapid City. And again, everybody is very friendly and, and courteous and is above and beyond. We'll never take our vehicles anyplace else but Anytime Auto Sales. There you have it. For the best in automotive sales and service, see Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail. Corner of Highway 79 in East Minnesota. Anytime Auto Sales. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. This is the Black Hills Sports Station. 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. 
fans know some things just go together. Slam dunks and three-pointers, face paint with super fans, game days and tailgates. I'm State Farm agent Scott Carlson, and I know another winning combination, home and auto. Me and my team are here to help life go right when you combine your home and auto insurance, which saves you time and money. So get your home and auto on the same team and score some savings. Call me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson, at 342-0188. Hi, it's Colin Cowart. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the Herd weekdays, 10 to 1, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. stuff on a Tuesday. Thanks for being a part of the program, spending some time with us on The Drive at Five, brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. The Nate Brown Show Live, Fox Sports Rapid City. The Drive at Five, reminding you, SummitAutoGRP.com, your next stop before you buy pre-owned vehicles. The selection's there at SummitAutoGRP.com. Summit, East Highway 44, drop by, take a look. No high-pressure sales gimmicks there. Stacy and Matt, they put in the work with their staff to get you the right vehicle. Car buying truly built around you. Find out the Summit difference. SummitAutoGRP.com. Remember it. The drive at 5. It's Drew Gilton coming up. South Dakota State women's basketball. Drew Gilton, uh, former St. Thomas Moore player, went to the Utah Utes. Started for the Utes. Had a nice career out there. Now she's graduating. Has another year as a grad transfer. She's going to go to the Jackrabbits. And she joins us live this hour. Hang on. Drew Gilton coming up as she takes the next step in her great basketball career. Dan Swartos on the way. He's the executive director of the Activities Association in Pier. Lot to discuss on the high school sports front with Dan Swartos live from here coming up. We got to get to this question of the day. I want to see what uh, people think about athletes um, and podcasts. Okay, podcasts very popular. The Nate Brown Show podcast. We love that, right? We love that. Um, so, so I can do a podcast. Well, what I tell you is, I don't do a podcast. I do a radio show. And then we turn it into a podcast. You know, we, we archive it, the whole thing. It's just part of the gig, okay? But athletes are now doing their own podcasts, professional athletes, a lot of them, and some college athletes. So everybody can do their own thing, right? We're all free. It's a free country. We love it. Individual liberty, and and, and everybody can do their own thing and, and just freedom of speech, and we love it. I want to ask you, do you think it's good for pro athletes to do podcasts? Because I'm going to come at this from this side. I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to tell you, every week that I do this program, there's usually one podcast that jumps out to me. And, it, and it's from whoever. And I can't remember all of the stories, Kay, but there's always an athlete said this on a podcast, and then you dig in and you're like, oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> it makes this headline and that headline. Um, there's, it just happened again today. It just happened again today. So I say, and I'll get into the story. It's Cam Newton this time. It's Cam Newton. He's on the podcast. Everybody's having a good time. We're all relaxed. Oh yeah, we can say whatever we want. And you're representing yourself, your major brand. You're representing billion dollar organizations. And I mean, I just, I'm just like, is it good for athletes to do podcasts? Is it good? I'm not saying is it they're right. I'm saying, is it good for your pro athlete, okay, to do 
a podcast? That's my question of the day. We'll get to some answers on that, what you think of it, 720-1067. We'll get into this. But first, a, um, speaking of NFL quarterbacks, I got I to gotta say, I got to say, this one, this one rubs me a little bit. This one grinds me a little bit. Um, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reporting today that Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers will not attend the Packers' voluntary offseason program. Rodgers expected to be at Green Bay's mandatory minicamp in June, but nothing else. Okay? So he did this last year. He did this last year, but that was, oh, you know, he was he was upset. And, you know, I don't know if he was even going to come back to the Packers. And so, Aaron, let's just let Aaron do his own thing, and, and he'll be fine. He's, a, he's an MVP, right? Why does it rub us the why does it rub me the wrong way? He signed a contract 150 million over the next 3 seasons. The Packers have done whatever they've needed to do. The Packers have done whatever they've needed to do. And this is the reason why I haven't been a fan of Aaron, why I would still choose Russell Wilson today over Aaron Rodgers as a Broncos fan. It's because of these things, the little things. Russell Wilson is at Broncos voluntary workouts today. He's there today. Green Bay's leader, leader Aaron Rodgers, he's the leader, is not there. You can say, well, you know, it's it's you know, guys do their own thing and they do their own workouts and the whole thing. That it's not about the workouts, the skill level, the preparation. It's it's not about that. It's about the leadership. It's about doing the little things. It's about the Packers doing big things for Aaron and Aaron not stepping in. And yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to lead this thing. I'm going I'm to do this voluntary, but you know, I'm, I'm going to voluntarily do this. Aaron just comes off as that. I'm just too cool. Just a little too good. And I just don't want to go down that road. I just don't want to go down that road. Okay? And, and, it's, and it's one of those things. And, and people say, well, it's just a little thing. And the fans will forget about it when they win, or, you know, these many games. And he performs at an MVP level again. But these are the types of things where I go, I don't know why he does it. It just comes off that way to me that, you can't even quite go to the voluntary offseason work with the other guys and be that guy. He demands this and this and this, right? Didn't consult me on this. You, you got to get me this wide receiver. Okay, this and this and this. And I don't know if, if Green Bay players, I'm just saying, I don't know if Green Bay players, do they love Aaron as much as Aaron thinks everybody does? Do they? I, I don't know. I'm not in the in the loop there, okay? Just looking at its surface level. We all know guys that uh, go the extra mile and put in work, guys that show up every day. You, lo- you love those guys. You love those guys. Aaron not showing up with the guys. Voluntary. I get it. I don't like it. I don't like it, especially after, okay, they kissed and made up. They, everything's, everything's better. Everything's better. So what's the difference? You tell me. Does Russell Wilson for the Broncos go to voluntary workouts today just to be a, what, a goody two-shoes? Oh, oh, oh yeah, he, he just does it. 
Why doesn't Aaron go? So that's the report. Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Aaron Rodgers not expected to attend the Packers' voluntary offseason program, um, even though the Packers did anything and everything. And that's why Aaron, to me, tough guy to root for. Tough guy to root for. Seems it's about Aaron. Now, I know guys have big egos in the NFL, big, big ones. But it seems to be about Aaron. Seems to be about Aaron. By the way, um, listener text 720-1067. I'm almost as ecstatic about not having Rodgers on the Broncos as I am that Russell Wilson is on the Broncos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got you on that one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't uh, very excited, as you could tell if you listen to the program over over the months here as this all started shaping out and, and shaking down. And uh, just, just something jumps out to me. It's probably not going to be covered much, but uh, that, that's Aaron to me, and, and I don't love it. I don't love it if, if I'm on the team and the organization, the whole thing. I don't love it. Um, and, I, and I will tell you this. I don't love what else. What else don't I love? I don't think it's great with all the athletes doing the podcast. Why do, why do I say that? It just opens you up to problems like 32-year-old free agent quarterback Cam Newton on his podcast this week complaining about here's what it complaining about women who can't cook, quote, can't cook, and quote, don't know when to be quiet. Okay, he was talking about a bunch of stuff and he, and, and he went through this. Um and and he talked about some of the women that, that want to tell you this and tell you that. Um, and then he got into that. But you can't cook. You don't know when to be quiet. And you don't know how to allow a man to lead. He was talking about, I mean, you'd have to go listen to it. Okay, There's, there's a lot of, lot of stuff behind it. But again, so that's in the headlines today that Cam Newton saying derogatory comments on his podcast, and it, and it got me. This isn't just a one-timer. Cam Newton got in trouble for saying derogatory things about female reporters uh, earlier. It's 2017, I think. And um, now he goes on a podcast and he says this stuff. And, I, and I'm going, this happens. I, I, said, I said I do this show every week. It's almost a weekly thing for, with somebody. Somebody says something off the wall. Um, and people are like, man, I can't believe this guy said that. This guy said this. And I'm going, wouldn't it be easier to uh, button that up? We don't have to. Uh, I, I don't know why these guys do the podcast. I have no idea. I don't, I don't have any idea. if they, Do they just want to express themselves? They, they want, I mean, it's not about necessarily connecting with the fans. I, I sure don't think that. I mean, I don't know why these guys want to throw that stuff out there. You know, the reason we kind of really loved Michael Jordan, or I did, I didn't know what Michael Jordan thought about this, that, or the other. I knew he was a cold-blooded killer, competitor, unbelievable leader. And I didn't know, I didn't need to know about Jordan eating this or, or going out on this night or, or whatever. If he had a podcast, he probably would have, hey, gambling here, gambling there. <laughs> it would have been off the charts. And, I, and I'm saying... Athletes and podcasts, what do you say? Okay, this is, the, this is the question. Do you think it's good? Hey, I'm a pro athlete. You're making millions. 
and I'm going to do a podcast where I'm going to, by the way, I do a two-hour radio show. I make mistakes every day, right? I make mistakes. So I know how this goes. And these athletes, they're not necessarily conditioned to doing a podcast. That's that's not their thing usually. And then they throw stuff out there that uh, gets them in trouble. My point, I think there's more to lose on your brand than there is to gain. But you tell me, do you think it's good? And wow, it's interesting. The fans that are uh, responding today, 86% of you say, it's good for the pro athletes to do the podcast to connect with fans. It, it allows them to connect with fans. 86% say, do you think it's good? Yes. 14% no, too much can go wrong. I, I'm going to hold with, uh, you know, I'm rarely in the 14%, but uh, I'm going to hold with, is there more that can go wrong or more that can go right? Okay. I think when you're, you know, he said, you know, women don't know when to be quiet. How about, how about Cam? Cam, do you know? <laughs> he said, he got that. Women don't know when to be quiet. And you can't cook. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. And, uh, and Cam just let himself off the cliff. All because he got to, you got to do these podcasts now. If you're an athlete, they're, they're so good. I'm not buying it. Back with Dan Suartos, Executive Director of the Activities Association, live from Pier. I want to ask him about a lot of things, including how is the referee situation in South Dakota right now? There was a shortage. Where do we sit now? Dan Suartos on the way. You're listening to the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A high wind warning continues until midnight tonight. A high wind watch begins at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning and continues until 6 p.m. Thursday night. A wind advisory continues until midnight tonight. Mainly cloudy skies expected tonight with a chance for snow. Lows dip down to about 16. Northwesterly winds 20 to 25 miles per hour. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 30. Hey, Rapid City, you've heard me talk about 454. Have you been there yet? If you're looking for the best place to have a cold one, they have the best selection by far. 454 downtown with 54 taps of beer from local and regional breweries. Bingo night on Tuesdays, a great sports area upstairs, and they bring in live music. 454 has something for everybody, and the food is unbelievable. There's no place like it in the region, and we have it right here in Rapid City. 454 downtown Main Street. 
Don't miss the final Rush home games of the regular season. April 13th, the Rush face off against Tulsa at 7.05, presented by Meadowwood Lanes. On April 15th, it's video game and comic book night, presented by Texas Roadhouse. On April 16th, double the family fun with racing and rally night, presented by New Miller Truck and Auto Body. The day kicks off at 3 o'clock with a free pregame car show for all fans in Rushmore Hall. Then the racing and rally game starts at 7.05. Tickets for all games start at just $15. Rapid City Rush, next chapter, same goal. Tickets at RapidCityRush.com. It's tax time, and the time to buy is now at Denny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet. We have local used vehicles from every major manufacturer, cars and trucks to fit all your 2022 travel needs, many priced below NADA book value. Choose from the largest selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs in the Black Hills. Over 400 to shop from, all credit applications accepted. The right cars, the right prices, the right experience. At Denny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet, Rapid City. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Sports Year Show, the Nate Brown Show, live on a Tuesday, Fox Sports Rapid City. Question of the day, is it good for pro athletes to do podcasts? Another controversial statement. Cam Newton this time, and I mean, it's it's almost a weekly thing. I'm serious. It's like a weekly thing. Athletes saying this or saying that on a podcast and then getting into trouble. I, I go, why do they keep doing this? There's there's more trouble there than, than good. Do athletes need to do podcasts? Listener text 720-1067. Listener text, there's far more possible damage to an athlete's image and brand than good that could possibly come from a podcast. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Oh, boy. Well, they're going to keep doing them. They're popular, right? you got to get out there and say your opinion on everything. It's... I don't know. Sometimes I do the show. I'm like, man, do I have to give an opinion on this? All right. All right, if I have to. All right. <laughs> I'm not a pro athlete, though, okay? All right. I don't have millions of dollars. If I did, I, I may not be doing this show. I hate to break it to you. Sorry. Dan Swartos is in. Executive Director of the South Dakota High School Activities Association. They uh, had a busy time here and some technical difficulties. Uh, now they have to get a meeting going again. Tomorrow is what it looks like, but I want to talk to them about the state of high school sports and where things sit here. Dan Swartos on uh, the Nate Brown Show tonight. Dan, uh, good to have you. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We're about to blow away here in, in uh, Pierre tonight, I think, like everybody else. But other than that, doing well. All right. It's uh, yeah. I know we've had the wind too. I'm telling you, it's been it's been unbelievable. We need a little more moisture than wind. Um, let me ask you about the situation in South Dakota. I've I've done a lot of segments on this show about officials and some of the behavior and and losing officials. You give me your perspective right now. How is South Dakota sitting when it comes to high school sports officials? Football games have had to be moved around for the first time this past year because we were trying to get crews to different places and and had to move games to different days. How are we sitting overall? Well, we're we're fortunate in that we're one of a few states that have 
actually added officials over the last couple of years um, have are sitting in a net positive, and that's because Jill does a uh, Jill Elk in our office does a really good job of of running our officials program and treating officials right. Um, but I know there's several times throughout the year where I go, why, why would anybody do this? Why? I'm, and I'm surprised that we have officials because of the way that the way they're treated often. So, I mean, I think we're sitting in a good place, but but we're going to have to. Uh, uh, keep working on it to keep those officials and and make sure they have mentors and make sure that we're working on sportsmanship so that we can we can raise a new generation of officials up oh. through up through our ranks. See, that's what I'm wondering. Is I, I'm seeing I know a lot of officials, Dan, and and some of them are older. Uh, to be kind here, some of them are older. I know they're getting ready to uh, to go out. And I'm saying, will that positive net number continue? It feels like we have a Oh, you know, a class of officials that are older, and I wonder how the exit's going to be in the next few years. Yeah, we're working. We're working to make sure that that you know that that we've got that new crop coming in. We've we've got uh, some programs going now at uh, in Vermilion at USC in, in Madison at Dakota State, um, in Mitchell at Dakota Wesleyan, up in Aberdeen at Northern. And uh, we need to get something going there in Spearfish or at, at the School of Mines and, um, to get something going on the west side there. And I know we, we talked to uh, Chuck Wilson from Todd County last night about maybe we can get something going at, uh, down at Santa Glasgow University down at, in uh, Rosebud and uh, get some more Native American officials as well. So when you say get something gotta... going at these universities and, and you have something going, what do you mean? Um, are these classes? Are these training? Yeah. What is it? Uh, both. It's, it's classes and training. Uh, Corey Adeland from Mitchell has put a really good syllabus together. Um, we're, we're providing them some rule books to use in, in terms of instruction of the rules uh, for all, all the different sports uh, to, to get college kids interested and open it up to community members within that community so it's not just college students. Um, but really fl- framing it towards college students and, and a good way to earn some extra money. Uh, while they're going to college, and and you know, uh, a, a lot of kids, a lot of kids play high school sports. We've got forty thousand a year here in the state that do it, and uh, a small percentage of them going to play sports in college. Uh, but a lot of those kids love the sport, and they want to continue being a part of it. So that's who we're trying to hit, and and uh, you know, getting them trained and getting them certified, and then doing everything we can to make sure that they're treated well. Uh, when they when they go out and work. Yeah, that's good to hear. Good to hear. As a matter of fact, Dan Swartos on Executive Director of South Dakota High School Activities Association. I've seen some interactions on social media where people, you know, they call out this ref or they complain about this ref. What do you think when you see that? You know, I, I want to send them in a, a, an application form. You know, if it's so easy to do uh, and you want to really contribute to the program and, and to the success you know, step on up and do it. And it's easy to to criticize from from the stands. It's a lot harder to to, to get in there and put your nose in it and and, and make calls and, and take the abuse. Yeah, I know. I, I we've talked about it on the program. We keep seeing uh, videos nationwide and and things like this where it's a tough environment out there. It's good to hear South Dakota in fairly good shape. 
uh, when it comes to officials, but always uh, needing more and, and looking at the colleges. I want to go to this meeting. I know things didn't go as planned, and, and you got some things to cover here. One thing that I saw is going to go to a vote of the schools is this new plan on enrollment um, when it comes to free and reduced lunch and the multiplier there. Explain, you know, this is going to go to the vote of the schools now. What are we trying to do here? Well, we're trying to recognize that that there's some schools with with uh, that that have some, some decent enrollment numbers, but who don't have the same type of community access that that other schools their size have. And you know, you look at schools like uh, Todd County and Mission or Lakota Tech, uh, right east of Pine Ridge, there uh, to where they're bumping up close to that double A size and. Um, you know the the availability of, of programming and um, you know training opportunities and things like that in in Pine Ridge or Mission or uh, there's a lot of towns around the state that are in that position. That's that's way different than than in a Brookings or Yankton or Spearfish or let alone a Sioux Falls or Rapid City. Uh, they'd be they'd be uh, they'd be competing against. So it's it's. You know, there's been a lot of studies done on this, and that free and reduced lunch percentage is one of the biggest predictors of of uh, academic and or not academic uh, athletic success within programs. So there's a number of states that have multipliers. Um, North Dakota has one. Minnesota has one. Uh, we're modeling ours more on the on the uh, Minnesota model, um, to where we take that percentage, and there's a maximum percentage that you could be reduced. At we're using 30%. Um, Minnesota uses 40%. And it's essentially, uh, it's a percentage of a percentage. You take your free and reduced lunch percentage times 30%. So if you're at 100%, it would be 30%. And then that's the percentage that your enrollment is reduced. If you're at 50%, it would be reduced down 15%. Um, is, there a, so it's, is there a possibility yeah, of some double A teams now going down to A? No, no. Okay. There's no there's no current AA teams that this would impact to the extent that it would move them down. Uh, what it would do is is you know those schools that are awfully close, like a Todd County or like a Lakota Tech, uh, it would it would be a way to, to recognize the disparities among those communities and the and the AA communities and and, and keep them down in, in Class A, uh, which is which is probably where you know the uh, more appropriate place for them to be. Yeah, okay, so this is going to go to a vote of the schools. Um, talking about the annual meeting here, South Dakota High School Activities Association. One thing I wanted to ask you, Dan, um, site selection. There's been some discussion on state tournaments, state events, and the site selection. One thing I saw, wrestling. Um, do we expect the state wrestling tournament to be in Rapid City and Sioux Falls? Uh, is that what we expect, rotating? Yes, yep. And we've already sort of started put that in place and started that. Uh, it's been in two years in Sioux Falls, one year in rapid rotation. We're going to change that to every other year um, uh, between Sioux Falls and Rapid City. And I think uh, the Summit Arena there will be an excellent place to have our state wrestling tournament. I went out there earlier this year when they did the Rapid City invite, and they had 12 mats down. Um, so it's a, it's a very nice, large venue. I think it'll work very well there. Um so we'll be going every other year in wrestling, or that's the proposal. 
Um, yeah, and we're looking forward to that. Last one, Dan Sortos on the annual meeting going on, South Dakota High School Activities Association Executive Director. Um, I think I saw this. The first reading, I think, passed or, or is getting looked at, okay, maybe I should say that, of a mercy rule in AA basketball. We're talking running clock. Um, why are we looking at that? Um, that? That was brought by the AA schools, I think, just as a, you know, as, as a, you know, to avoid a situation we had in, in like in football a couple years ago with with uh, Spearfish and uh, Pier, and it's just sort of avoiding some of those type of situations. So it's a running clock once the differential gets to thirty. Um, so that's going to shorten the, up the games the, a little bit. Yes, yes, and the double A's, AD's. Uh, approve, you know, recommended approval of that unanimously. So, I, I would guess that that will that will go through pretty easily. All right, Dan Sortos on. He's he's doing double duty. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's doing yeah, double sorry, duty. I've got a three year old that I'm trying to get out of the truck. No, I got you. I got you. Executive director of the activities association and the annual meeting um, and the board meeting continuing here from today and now into tomorrow. Dan, thanks for stopping in. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. All right, appreciate the time. Dan Sortos on, Executive Director of the Activities Association, uh, live from Pier. Wanted to touch on a few of those highlights. So we may be getting a running clock mercy rule in AA basketball. Right now you see it in the lower levels, um, but we we didn't have that in AA. So if you get up by 30, the second half there, that's a running clock then. That's a running clock. So, uh, I, you know, I'm always usually pretty good with consistency. You know, I was like, I wanted, if we were doing the shot clock, I would love to have the shot clock at all levels. You know, it started out in double A and, and I was like, it's the same thing. I, I want some, I usually I want some uniformity for the most part with stuff like that. So it's like, if we have a mercy rule in, in A and B basketball, they probably have one in double A, but then people say, no, we don't need it. We're traveling all the way to Sioux Falls. Let's just play the second half of a game the, the right way. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel too strongly about it either way. Kind of like, um, you know, the running clock, if you're down by 30, you're still playing, the game gets over a little bit sooner, parents can get back a little bit quicker. I, I think everybody's going to live. I, I, I think it's okay. Um, Drew Gilton, South Dakota State, women's basketball player. She's the newest member of the team. Drew Gilton played at St. Thomas More, All-Stater, went to Utah, was a great starter in that program. Got him to the NCAA tournament, and now is a, tr- a grad transfer to South Dakota State. How about the Jackrabbits getting Drew Gilton? And she joins us live next. So we've been- the Nate Brown Show. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Black. Blackhawk. 
All right, guys, if you need a haircut, the one place I go every time is the Man Salon. And there's a reason for it. They just do the best job. You get a great haircut with your personal stylist. I can watch a game or whatever I want in my own station. Then I get shampoo, hot towel, shoulder massage, all at a great price at the Man Salon. Two convenient locations for you at Rushmore Crossing and on West Main. The Man Salon offers a military discount for active and retired military. For your next appointment, just book at the Man Salon. Doctor, are you going to start the ventricular bypass? Wow. I've never seen the inside of a person's chest cavity before. Doctor? Well, my specialty is proctology, not hearts, but I'm game if you are. Would you want a proctologist operating on your heart? Renewal by Anderson of South Dakota thinks not. You'd want a specialist or an expert. Scalpel. Scalpel. Does someone have a diagram? We have nothing that looks like this on the other end. That's why when you need replacement windows, you need Renewal by Anderson. Because they only do windows. They're experts. No subcontractors. Nurse, if we're operating on the left ventricle, is that my left or his left? His left. His left, my right? No, you're right. Let's start from the bottom up, please. Renewal by Anderson. Hassle-free, energy-efficient, low-maintenance windows with a professional perfect fit. They won't leave you hanging. Doctor, where are you going? In proctology speak, I'm pooped. Just leave him as he is and I'll try again tomorrow. For a perfect fit, call 605-341-7831. That's 605-341-7831. Renewal by Anderson of South Dakota. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show on a Tuesday pack tonight. Appreciate you being a part of the program. Fox Sports Rapid City, 1067 FM, 1150 AM on the radio side. You can bring us up on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Welcome into the studio, live stream there, at Nate Brown Show on Twitter. Well, South Dakota State women's basketball, they just won the WNIT going away. Okay, Jackrabbits, some people thought maybe they should have been in the tournament. The NCAA tournament didn't get through USD on that run, but won the WNIT in impressive fashion. Now the newest member of the team. We're, we're familiar with her, an all-stater at St. Thomas More. She went and had a nice career at Utah in the Pac-12 and uh, was a starter there, led Utah to the NCAA tournament. Drew Gilton, guard for the Utes, now a new Jackrabbit. And she joins us live on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Drew, it's good to talk to you. How are you? Yes, thank you for having me. I'm great. Well, I appreciate your time. So so this is one of those things. It's like, okay, big decisions, big decisions to be made. Why did you make the decision that, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to South Dakota. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and play uh, grad transfer for the Jackrabbits. Yeah, I had such a fun time here in Utah. Um, loved loved being here for the last five years. Um, but I most recently got engaged last month, and I think um, I just needed to come back home and be closer to family and my fiance. And um, SJSU, after talking to them, just seems like the perfect fit for me. And after having such great success at Utah and having them have such great success, not only this year, but all the success that they've had, it just seemed like the perfect fit. And um, just a great place for me to play my final year. Well, I know a lot of people here are excited about that. I'm excited about it to uh, get you back in South Dakota for the Jackrabbits. I'm going to say um, your career at Utah battled through some injuries because you got hurt in high school. 
So you started out there, Utah hurt. You had to grind through that. You got into the starting lineup, got hurt again, got back to it, got to the NCAA tournament. What did you learn through this this process? It hasn't been easy. Yeah, no, it definitely um, didn't go as expected with injuries, but I think that's kind of just life. Um, I think I learned a lot of life lessons. Um, having to sit out my whole first freshman year, I mean, it was challenging, but I think I wouldn't be in the position I am today without it. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Um, but I think it was just um, my mentality of just just hard work and dedication to the sport and just wanting to be the best person I could be. And um, it just ha- my story had to be with some injuries, and that's just how life goes. Um, so like I said, if I wasn't injured my freshman year, I wouldn't even have this eligibility left. So, um, yeah, that was kind of how I got to this point. A little bit of a... Uh... Uh, blessing in disguise. Somehow, some way, you can continue playing basketball, and now you're coming to South Dakota State. 20-win season for the Utes, and uh, you you had a big part of it. You were there with that coach um, from the start. Well, how mm-hmm. would you describe your time there as a basketball player with that uh, with that team? Yeah, um, like I said before, I I loved being here. I loved playing in this program, and especially playing in the Pac-12. Um, I I always say it's it's the best conference in the in the nation. You're playing against the best basketball players, and it was it was such a fun time. Um, we definitely had our ups and downs, but I think finishing the way we finished this year was the best way I could close my chapter here at Utah. Um, made so many friendships, so many connections, so many great relationships, and I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, it's gotten it's gotten to me gotten me to the where I am today. Um, and I give all credit to my teammates and my coaches here at Utah. Drew Gilton's on tonight, um, played for Utah, had a nice career, one of their assist leader in that program, and uh, now it's going to go to South Dakota State for the Jackrabbits. So, Drew, give me this perspective. You're familiar with South Dakota State. I mean, this is home to you, so you know this program, but now you went out to the Pac-12, went out to Utah, had a nice career, and then and then you look back and you say, what do you see from kind of the outside of this state about South Dakota State's women's program. It's been strong. What do you see from the outside? Yeah, I think it just shows how, uh, when I look at SDSU from the outside, just the community that surrounded um, women's, especially women's basketball in the state of South Dakota, yeah. um, from even playing at St. Thomas More to um, state basketball there. Um, everybody loves the, that sport, so I think from the outside looking in, it's something that I'm, looking forward to seeing. I actually went um, when they played UCLA on the, in the WNIT tournament, so I got to be part of that. Um, what was that just, like, that atmosphere? Oh, it was awesome. It was so electric, so loud. Um, everybody was wanting you to win. Um, and that's just what you want. That's what you want to play in front of every every game. You want that support. Um, so I'm super excited to hopefully play in that situation again next year. Um, or this upcoming year, but looking looking from the outside, I think just the sport of women's basketball in South Dakota, I'm, I'm super excited to come back and to be a part of that, um, and just to be part of the legacy that um, some players have at SDSU, just to be part of that, that sisterhood that they talk about. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. It's uh, exciting to have you back in South Dakota. Drew Gilton joins us on the Nate Brown Show, former St. Thomas More All-Stater. Now you're the veteran. You're going out to South Dakota State, and you have this young player, you know, Haley Timmer. You got, she was at St. Thomas More, so now you guys get to play together. Uh, what do you think of that? Yeah. Yeah, so playing at SCM, um, we actually didn't really get to play a lot together. We definitely practiced against each other a lot. Okay. But 
Um, I'm beyond excited to play with her. She had such a great season, especially in the WNIT. Um, and just being able to, to come into this team with so many um, veteran players and having them have such a great year and experience, I'm super excited to add my my game and my experience. Um, but playing with Haley, um, she's just a great person and such an amazing athlete, and I'm super excited to represent St. Thomas more again and um, wear the SDSU jersey with her. I think that's great. Uh, two uh, St. Thomas more guards going to be playing for South Dakota State now. Drew Gilton's on her way as a grad transfer. Um, boy, you got things lined up. You're graduating. You got your degree, double minors, um, and now you get another basketball year. What about Coach AJ? That that had to sell you a little bit. What do you think of going to play for Coach AJ? Yeah, he was great to get to know um, and has just been amazing And through this process of entering the portal and trying to figure out where I want to go. Um, but just getting to know him, he, it seems like he just has like that basketball um, mindset and just is so smart as far as that game. And when I was telling him, and I was also talking to Coach Candlin, and I feel like they're very similar in that way. Um, just very, very great teachers of the game. So I'm excited just to learn from him and um, to come into his style of basketball and um, hopefully flourish. And um, no, but he's been great. It's awesome to get to know him and to know their entire coaching staff and. Um, they've made the process super easy. South Dakota State women just won the WNIT. It was a great run. Um, they're going to try and get to the NCAA tournament with Drew Gilton uh, running the show at guard. She's going to join the Jackrabbits program. They look like they're in good shape. Drew Gilton joins us on the Nate Brown Show, transferring from Utah after a great career there and now coming to South Dakota State. Best of luck this uh, summer. Look forward to staying in touch with you. Thanks for coming on. Yes, thanks for having me. I appreciate the time. Drew Gilton on. Um, she's got a lot of things going, I'm telling you. Uh, as a major, double minor, grad transfer, going to play basketball still for South Dakota State. Um, coming back to South Dakota and the Jackrabbits. That'll be a lot of fun. Drew Gilton at guard. Haley Timmer, a St. Thomas Moore player. Uh, true freshman had a nice year. Um, boy, that'll be something to follow. I appreciate Drew coming on. South Dakota State, women's basketball adding another great St. Thomas Moore player. And uh, Drew, again, really good career out at Utah. Battled through some injuries uh, to be a great guard. A lot of assists during her career out there. Ran, ran the show there, delivering the basketball. And um, great all-around player. Great all-around player. I uh, thought during her high school career when we covered her, uh, she's going to do some big things and, and got a great opportunity at Utah. And now coming to South Dakota State. We'll look forward to that. Coming right back with Who's Hot and Who's Not. It is brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. We wrap up the Tuesday show with this powerhouse college football program is losing players. What's going on next? This is the Nate Brown Show. At Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City, our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street. Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A high wind warning continues until midnight tonight. A high wind watch begins at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning and continues until 6 p.m. Thursday night. A wind advisory continues until midnight tonight. Mainly cloudy skies expected tonight with a chance for snow. Lows dip down to about 16. Northwesterly winds 20 to 25 miles per hour. 
That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 30. Here at Pizza Ranch, we appreciate innovations in food delivery, like how the ancient Italians used to slingshot hot meals to hungry Romans on the go. And while we appreciate the creativity, it turned out to be, well, a little messy. So we found a better way to bring you our legendary pizza, the country's best chicken, and our one-of-a-kind cactus bread. Just place your order online, on the phone, or on our app, and then pick it up or have it delivered right to your door. All nicely packaged in clean, sturdy, non-flying boxes. No catching necessary. Pizza Ranch. Mmm-mmm. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, let's wrap it up on a Tuesday. Who's hot and who's not on the Nate Brown Show brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. As always, the Pizza Ranch open uh, the, the buffet till 8, okay? 11 to 8. Tomorrow, make your plans. It's spring break for Rapid City kids. Go to the Pizza Ranch tomorrow. Lunch or dinner, it's Kids Day, Wednesday. One child, 12 and under, each free for every regular priced adult at the Pizza Ranch buffet. Wednesday, Kids Day. You've got it uh, tomorrow. Two locations in Rapid City. In my who's hot category, I do have to commend this, okay? I mean, this has kind of been under the radar, and people don't focus on it as much. But the Minnesota Timberwolves are in great shape here. The Timberwolves, who have been an afterthought, they haven't been able to do much at all. They are in the play-in. I don't even think they should be, but this new format with the NBA postseason So the Timberwolves, they've got a couple of shots. They could win tonight against the Clippers or face the Pelicans-Spurs winner. Um, So they've got a couple of shots. This is how it works. So you would expect the Minnesota Timberwolves to be making the real NBA playoffs. They play tonight, 7.30. Timberwolves, really nice season. I didn't see it coming. I do have to say, I didn't see it coming. Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. D'Angelo Russell, they got it going. They got it going a little bit. Timberwolves basketball, they are 46-36, and 36, and that is 15 games better than the Lakers. Just a little note, little note. The Timberwolves, somehow, some way, making my who's hot. It has been a long time. In our Pizza Ranch who's not category, the Georgia Bulldogs football program. Say it ain't so. They win the national championship. And there's a flurry of transfer portal activity. The Georgia Bulldogs today losing two five-star offensive linemen. The Bulldogs, they've lost a lot of guys. As a matter of fact, this offseason, the Bulldogs have lost 11, 11 players entering the transfer portal and the latest two five-star offensive linemen. I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things. Is it is it just too tough? Meaning... There's not enough spots for these four-star, five-star guys. 11 players go to the transfer portal, two five-star offensive linemen for the national champions. Back tomorrow on the Nate Brown Show at 4. Catch the Nate Brown Show podcast that will be out tonight. And the odd couple right now.